0: Hello, Tyler and everyone else. We are back from the brink. We are back. We are back.
1: It is um, exciting to be yes. here. Yes. And in the words of Daniel Ricciardo,
0: I never left. Ah. I just moved aside for a while. I did leave. Yep. I was gone. So sorry, and I just moved aside, Dan, and you did move aside. So maybe that does. Um, those words are sort of more up your alley. I left. I was. I went on a plane. I went over to Europe. It was fantastic. Let me tell you, I didn't think of the podcast at all when I was away. Me either. (laughs) Me either, as
1: um, everyone can probably tell by the (laughs) lack of action on the socials.
0: Real lack of action. Yeah,
1: so um, you probably got home and thought, I wonder how Tyler's been going with the pod. Yeah.
0: And in fact, nothing had changed. (laughs) Nothing at all. Not even one video, not one... Did we even announce on social media that we were going on break? No, I don't think I logged in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I didn't log in once Oh no um, Well sorry about that everyone We were When when we met here today In um, sunny Woodside uh, We were looking for someone to blame For the lack of um, I guess leadership When, when we were gone mm. I Completely removed myself From any blame Because I was not in the country Yeah, And I don't normally do anything on In the way of social media You somehow escaped the blame too And I think we are both firmly um, looking Jaden in the eye.
1: Yes, yes, um, Jaden. He was disappointing. Our almost a third member. Yep. Him and Josh Hannum probably equal third member of innuendo.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Just squarely on Jaden yes yeah. I think Jaden Josh a little bit but I think mainly Jaden's really dropped the ball yeah, not definitely. that he's got any login credentials no. um, for the podcast no. accounts hands are firmly tied yeah but, uh, <laughs> but he didn't ask us for them so no. you've got to show a little bit more initiative there Jaden <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure we'll have be Jaden on next week and we'll be asking him all of the reasons why he let us down Anywho, it is nice to be back in the chair It is, it's great to be back here um, Great to be back in the, mm. in the studio here mm-hmm. at uh, Ray
1: Wyatt Woodside Yes Not so great to be back in Woodside No um, Cold as hell Cold as And um,
0: just not a tremendous place No, and I'm especially cold because I've been in, in Europe Which is, um, I heard a, a term the other day, you know, global warming They're now calling it global boiling Right This is a new term that is doing the lap of the world at the moment um, Doing the lap of the world. Yes, going around yeah, right. the socials, yeah. yep. global boiling and I can tell you that I think that is um, very much the case over in, in Italy. It was 37 degrees every day Fantastic. and um, coming back here to Adelaide where it's about 10 yep. and raining uh, is just a treat and a half. Absolutely. Well, you have to tell us more about that later on. Yes.
1: First, we have to get stuck into the ashes. Absolutely. Because God, a lot has changed since you
0: um, fled Australia. Yes. And a lot will change by the time this episode actually goes to air. Definitely. Of course, I think our least favourite thing is when things happen on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, nearly as bad as that is when things happen on Monday nights. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Although there is always a
1: slight chance of being able to rectify things <laughs> mid-pod. Yeah. But we rarely do. Yeah,
0: oh, we, we don't lift fingers. Don't think it's actually ever been done. No, no, but we have the opportunity. Oh, definitely. But it's we nice want to have be. the opportunity. Yeah. Okay, so the, the lay of the land here is it stumps day four. Day five is starting in about an hour's time. Um, hopefully, we will have packed the microphones up by then. Mm. Um, but all we can do here is forecast what's happening later in the day. Definitely. And um, it'll either be a 3 1. Ashes victory for Australia. Well, it could be could be 2-1 if we hang on for a draw, mm-hmm. if the rain's involved, or it could be 2 all. Definitely. What do you think? Well, there's no question that we want to win this
1: series 3-1. Uh, yes. Uh, we'd love to see Australia mm-hmm. win the series 3-1. Yeah. I don't think that would be an unfair... Um, Assessment of the series as a whole, but albeit we were outplayed in the fourth test and and obviously lost the third, but we were so strong in those opening two tests. Yeah, and I tell you what, we've matched it with England in their own conditions. Yeah, playing their own way, playing their own way. I I think uh, I think three one would be fantastic. Uh, I'd be I'd be happy with two one. I'd be really disappointed if England won this test. Yeah, Um, but we want to beat. We do want to beat England 3-1. The amount of shit <laughs> yeah. we have had to put up with yeah. from these absolute feral bastards over feral. there. God. All I can say um, in summary, uh, based on us um, having already retained the Ashes, is mm. sucked in yeah, England. Yeah, exactly. Actually sucked in. Yeah. Sucked into the cricket team, <laughs> sucked into the England public yeah. that absolutely just unreasonably... Crucify our players overseas Just absolutely Drinking that we have retained the Ashes And by the next time you land on Australian shores It would have been 10 years Since you've had your little slimy hands (laughs) on the Ashes So actually sucked in I'm fed up with it
0: Yeah, And and I personally think The the way that they've carried on This crowd um, Piers Morgan specifically Oh isn't he just a fool (laughs) (laughs) Yeah Yeah. Now, yes,
1: Morgan. I honestly, I don't normally come out and say this about people in the media or <laughs> yes. just uh, people that are, are opinion have an opinion yeah. like he does. I, I don't mind people that are outspoken, yeah. but he is just so hypocritical and unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This man has previously um, celebrated England uh, victories and or England draws that yeah. have been um, influenced by rain. Mm. We have a a drawn test that yeah. yeah would have would have handed England mm. a win. Yeah, and he just cries absolute fuckery. <laughs> oh, sorry, that that makes no sense at all. But I'm, I just do. He is grinding my gears. Yeah, he, he's clear. got us.
0: He's got us at completely wild in here. Um, Tyler's just completely lost. I the just plot. lost my English. I've still lost it. In fact, <laughs> no. Well, talk the, please. The thing that happens in Ashes series. Um, I feel like Ashes is one of the, the, the biggest rivals in sport. But you, you see it locally here at the showdown. Um, we Two teams, when they hate each other as much as these two on, do on the field, yeah. um, in a, any two-team rivalry, just what goes around comes around constantly. Because like the Ashes, it's always played between Australia and England in Australian conditions and in English conditions. So everything that's happened that all these Poms are whinging about – like you said about the rain, like what happened with the um, the Alex Carey stumping. Mm. It's like you have attempted all of this. This has all happened to you, and it's worked in your favour. These what goes around comes around. These scenarios that
1: have played out aren't new to the Ashes. No,
0: the Ashes is so old. Mm. We've played this so many times. It is a it's a fantastic rivalry, um, but when it when it's built over like it has, and it's got. I feel really personal in this series, particularly, um, you know, the treatment of, you know, Alex Carey after he stumped Johnny Vesto, which is within the rules, you know, not a good look, but within the rules, mm. um, what was happening in the Lord's long room was just despicable. There was a video that came out on social media, I think I saw it this morning, of uh, a a fan yelling at... Um, the Australian players as they were coming back up the race calling them like spitting in their face so, and calling them boring it's like one of oh my god one of the worst ones I have seen I just cannot get my head around mm. is
1: the grapes been thrown at Ricky Ponting <laughs> like, he, he's not even playing no, no he's no. he's a retired cricketer who's yeah. there as an analyst of yeah. the game Yeah, and they're pegging grapes at yeah. Him. yeah. like he he literally has no no influence in this in no. this series
0: Sour grapes? Do they, they,
1: they do have sour grapes <laughs> Ricky should grab that grape And take a bite out of it And go oh, fuck These are sour <laughs> Because that is They are throwing yeah. sour grapes They are At Ricky Ponting they,
0: Because things haven't gone their way This country has cracked One of the biggest tantrums I've ever ever seen They've thrown all the toys Out of the cot But the thing is what All that's happened is Australia's done nothing wrong here right. They've won a you know The first test I didn't think we played overly well But we fucking won the thing Right, the second test, we played really well and won it. Third test completely outplayed.
1: If you go up two nil, you kind of make your own luck a little exactly. bit. Exactly as the, the series thing, goes on.
0: Like there are draws in cricket, they happen all the time. So the urn sort of if it's a draw, it spills over from the previous series, of which Australia won four nil. You know, it's not like Australia's just come out and just thrown everything on its head. No. And come out and you know, a little bit like what England's play they're just playing bizarre bizarre cricket at the moment and Australia is just sort of having to respond to this mm. and they're doing it in a way that I think is quite admirable um, by just sticking to their own guns and not trying to get caught up in this cyclone that is the England cricket team at the moment. I actually
1: had a mate ask me the other day. Um, jackson our friend jackson not not an avid cricket man has to be said but he asked he said the the uproar we are seeing Mm. um from the england public in regards to um how the ashes have been retained he goes has have the rules always been like this Mm. because he just couldn't believe that the um the the furor that's um coming from over there and i said yes Mm. These have always been the rules. Previous Ashes series have mm. been decided like this. Rain, unfortunately, does have an influence mm. yeah. on Test cricket,
0: and it, and in England specifically, in England specifically, it's not like we're playing in Perth and it's been washed out.
1: It, this is nothing new. No, Th- this can happen in every Ashes series, and it has happened before. Yeah, and they're crying foul because mm. it's happened again. Yeah, and England, I'm sorry, but you created the bloody game. Yeah, your your country, out of all countries in the world, has more draws mm. than any other. Than any other countries. You've got draws in soccer. Yeah. You've got draws in cricket.
0: Yeah. It is just a debacle and a half. And I think the... I don't know whether England properly and their public properly thought they were just going to whitewash Australia. You know, it's not like where the West Indies that have come over, you know, ranked... Tenth or twelfth in the world, we've just come off a, off winning the World Test Championship. Mm. We are a very good cricket side, and we are doing. We are. We've retained the Ashes in England. Like we have done everything we possibly can, other than win it so far. Yeah, which you know, but like like you said, by the time this comes out, we may well have won the series,
1: and, and we might have if Nathan Lyon didn't
0: get injured. Yeah, I know, but like England might have earlier, sorry. Yeah. In, injuries um, have played a big role and, and it's it's on England as well because their main spinner is in, in Jack Leach was injured pre-series. They've picked a someone who's previously retired in Moen mm. Ali, who is playing like a retired man. He's done his groin, He's he, his fingers were all banged up because he hadn't bowled in that long in a test match. Like These are stupid decisions. They are. They don't deserve to win. No, they don't.
1: They don't. Um, hopefully, they don't. No, uh, which is what we. No, are. the
0: thing is, is they can't win. Or well, they can't win the Ashes. No, no. they cannot so win, they can win the Ashes. Tests, and and I th- I think winning as a result of a a rain delay. Um, normally I would say, uh, you want to win. You want to win by scoring the winning runs or taking the winning wicket. But the way that they have carried on, I just think it's sucked in. That it actually makes it a very sweet victory, mm. the way that it was won, because like we've done everything within the rules. Definitely, we haven't done anything out of out of order.
1: Not at all, not at all. Um, I, th- I think we do have to say congratulations to Stuart Broad. He's he's had a yes. pretty remarkable Test mm-hmm. career. 167 mm-hmm. Test matches over a hun- uh, over. Fo- oh my god, <laughs> over 600 yes. Test yes. wickets. Yes. Um, outstanding. And um, I think about. Oh, 30% of them have been David Warner, <laughs> which has just been huge. Yep. But David Warner's currently not out, I think, 56 or 58. 58, not out. Or was he um, 69, not out? It, uh, first of all, it would probably probably be the most David Warner thing ever to score yep. a ton here in the fifth test. Yep.
0: Um, if he scored a ton in this fifth test and got us to victory... Th- this would completely outdo his double century. From, yeah, definitely. From in, in, in Melbourne, I think it was, earlier the year, in this year.
1: I agree. I think it's almost quite fitting, actually. It's Stuart Broad's final test match. Yeah. It, there would be something romantic about David Warner scoring a ton in mm. Stuart Broad's retirement test, I feel, yeah. p- potentially hitting um, uh, the the runs to get him to 100 yeah. off of Stuart Broad. I yeah. mean, I said to you earlier in the podcast... Um, if David Warner's on 99, <laughs> the best thing England can do is just
0: bring Stuart Broad on to ball. Oh, that is just the ultimate power move. Yeah. This is a, a real changing of the guard series, I think, because um, you know the, this will be the last time you would really think that a lot of these players are going to play against each other. Obviously, Broad is done. Anderson, you just can't I see him he's done. playing in Australia God, next time me. around.
1: He, he is a... Genuine champion, yeah. But God, he annoys me yeah. He oh, just yeah. looks like a sour man, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> Was he, he looks, throwing the
0: grapes? Oh,
1: I, throwing God, he just—he looks like a grump. <laughs> yeah, he does. T- and fantastic <laughs> cricketer yeah. no doubt. But what a grump!
0: Yeah, on on the field, I believe he's a lovely man. Uh, he probably is, yeah. but he looks like a bloody grump yeah. on the field. I read a because I'm very old now. I read a story in the Australian at um at the at the cafe before. God, um, oh, you've done it again. I've you've
1: just somehow aged. <laughs>
0: Just <laughs> having a coffee at a Incredibly cafe quickly again, <laughs> and um, this 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 story um, was talking about uh, Stuart Broad's retirement and how Australia should do anything that they can to get him to come out to Australia during the upcoming summer as a commentator. Absolutely, like I think that would be great. Yes, it. Like I feel like obviously we hate him as a player. Mm. You know, he's just one of those players that Australia I loves like to him. hate. I mean, deep down, I think we all kind of like him. But, like, he ruffles the feathers. Yeah. And similarly, I think once he's retired and we realise this guy's actually a lovely man and he's a very good media performer, he would add so much Get to the Australian yeah. commentary box. Uh, the the way that Shane Warne was loved and revered in mm. England, you know. Um, but what I was saying is, like, you know, I don't, we don't know how long Joe Root's got left. Um, Moen Alley's obviously done. Broad's... Done Anderson, th- surely done. Um, Warner and Kawaja probably not going to play England again. Steve Smith is another one. I hope Smith plays again. Yeah, but possibly Maybe. he sort of has been hinting. Maybe the home um, series can be his farewell. Yeah,
1: in would t- be about two years time. Yeah, it?
0: Mitchell Stark is another one. Um, there's there's a few ageing players on both sides of the coin here. Um, so I think that uh, today everyone is just going to give their absolute all, um, and wrap up what has been one of the most bitter and twisted series of all time. Definitely. All right, so moving on to some more sporting
1: action. There is just an abundance of shit going on out there, isn't there? Absolutely. Sport left, right and centre. It is just flying around.
0: I have got off the plane from from Europe, obviously, and, and there is World Cups going on. All over the place. There
1: is, uh, there's the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup. FIFA Women's there's World a Cup. There's netball World
0: Cup, swimming World Championships. Swimming World
1: Championships. Uh, you said the blood is low. Cup. Blood is low. Cup. Whatever Apparently, we is. just
0: completely shit
1: the bed the other day against we'll, uh, New Zealand again. We'll leave that alone. Um, <laughs> and yeah, obviously the Ashes. Uh, there's, um, you AFL. mentioned the netball World Cup. You've yes. been getting into that. Well, uh, Alicia has been. Um, Your Has Alicia. been my Alicia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, not yours. No. Uh, my Alicia has been um, making me watch a little bit of that. Yeah. And um, Australia. Just well and truly uh, cooking over there, so um, they're on a heater, which is good. Mm. Uh, the Matildas, we're
0: the only country that plays netball, just about, aren't we?
1: Yeah, there are some others. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah, not travelling overly well though. No. The other countries, no, wouldn't have thought. So like, I, I know that we play netball a lot here, but type yeah, it's the type of sport that we play in the Commonwealth Games, and you just the margins on some of these games is oh just. God. Like out of control We're beating Papua New Guinea by 95 points
1: We're just really showing them how it's done (laughs) I don't know who else is I'm trying to have a look right now Who else is in the Netball World Cup There's Zimbabwe I think we gave them the business (laughs) Don't you worry about that Back
0: home Zimbabwe Mm. See you later New Zealand's very good I know that And um, I think England's reasonable But the rest of them are just like proper not on our level Malawi I've just
1: never heard of (laughs) them Tonga, um, Jamaica, South Africa, England and England. Um, and Eng- England and ar- England. England. are probably already um, having a cry yeah. about something.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Australia, keep going, Diamonds. Yeah, you get it. Just before we get on to the Matildas, um, the swimming has also gripped me. Molly O'Callaghan. Born in 2004. Is an absolute superstar, as it turns Gosh. out. Like, we are, we are just unbelievably good at swimming as well. Which is not news to me. I knew that we were. Um, but it's so good to watch us on the, on the world stage. We've won 13 gold medals and the next best, I think, is about five. Yeah. We are just so good at we're this We're so sport. good at swimming. We are so good at swimming. I don't really know why. I mean, we're not good, me and you. No, I used to be a swimming instructor. Oh, yes, of you. course, yes. Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. Weren't yep. exactly setting the world on fire, though, were you over at state swim? More of a just... Survival
0: yeah. kind of stuff. Oh no, I was pretty good over there because you, you could you can stand up in <laughs> all portions of the pool. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> yeah, no, I was actually quite good there. Yeah. Um, well, no, but we're we're amazing at swimming. Kyle Chalmers is a, obviously a jet, oh, it isn't he? Got a few
1: tats these days. He's just real. Tatted He's up. just really just like a bloody um, whiteboard. Yeah, <laughs> he just got texture all over yep. him. It's good on him.
0: Yeah, tattoo for every gold medal, just about. He's got a lot of those too. Molly O'Callaghan, as as I said, is is just truly inspirational. Arnie just jumped onto the scene during the Olympics and has continued on um, swimmingly. Yep. And um, done. it's, thank you um, it, It's uh, good signs ahead of Paris next year It is, and I've noticed
1: O'Callaghan um, Same coach as Ariane t- yes. uh, Dean Boxer, the bloke that just goes off
0: Yeah, Doesn't he go off? Did you see, so he Oh god, what a Arnie, specimen Arnie won a gold medal earlier well, One of the best swims of all time um it has been called and he nearly just ripped the handrail out of the stairs. God, he needs to calm down. He does need to calm down. It's just just um out of control. Come on, Dean. So no, it, it is it is great signs there. Not good signs. I just saw it pop up on my phone. Australia hasn't named Sam Kerr. Now. What the heck is this guy doing? I am um, Another thing that's happening right now as we speak. Yes,
1: the the <laughs> Women's World Cup. <laughs> I am um, so there this would have been um would have been fully finished yeah. by the time we've yeah. uh, done and dusted. Done or and dusted. Either, like our, our we don't know where world we are. cup may well be over. It could be. Who knows? Hopefully not. Mm. But um, oh, the, the the scenes from the first world cup match um, of the national anthem. Yes. I felt so sorry for Sam Kerr. Mm. I don't know if you saw the national anthem um, of the first women's World Cup no, for Australia. No,
0: I was still in Paris then. Oh, it, she, you could just tell
1: she was absolutely gutted yeah. to not be out there. Yeah. Uh, to, to for a home World Cup to be here in Australia. Yeah. She's the best player in the world. You're the best player in the world, and you're not able to run out there yeah. and represent your uh, your country. Yeah. That would have been so gutting for oh, her. And I, I just looking at her. I I don't know if she, she had been crying before the game or. Or something, but you could just tell that she'd Mm. been going through a bit. So, it broke broke my heart a little bit seeing her her like that. And, um, yeah, it would have been great to see her um, back out there tonight. But perhaps she's going to come on in the second half as a
0: substitute. Yeah, perhaps. Um, I'm not too sure. um, But it's the type of thing that, again, in The Australian this morning, um, that I read over my my cup of coffee at the cafe, um, she was ruled fit. Yeah. So, um, and, and the journo was suggesting that now is the time to really just roll the dice. She's the best player in the world. You've got to leave no stone unturned. Extra, exactly, strap up the calf. Um, and she's better on one leg than than a lot of players are in the world. So, I am a bit baffled that she's not in the starting lineup. Maybe her calf is is worse than what they're leading on. Um, I, I just think you just got to go for it. I mean, definitely. How who's to know if if you if you lose, you're out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to you have to roll the dice on yeah. it. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and we're
0: not playing. You know, it's not like we're, we've we've won the first couple, and we're playing Nigeria, who's the fortieth ranked team in the world. We're playing Canada, who won the bloody Olympic gold medal. They go well. They go well. Um, yeah. I've got grave concerns. I watched the game against Nigeria, um, and we were not good. Wasn't that a hard
1: watch? We that was a very hard. We watch. We got that goal just before halftime, and I thought beautiful. We yeah. got we go into halftime with a one yeah. 0 lead, and then we just flat out lost our head. Yeah, we uh, I think um, was um, Ford gave away a yellow card within yeah. seconds after that yeah. goal, mm. and we we just we were just rattled. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. Yeah. We just didn't play. Like uh, one of the best teams in the world. No, Um, So it's disappointing. No. Um, But hopefully they can bounce back.
0: Yeah, it it clearly got to
1: them, you know, playing in a home World Cup. You mentioned Sam Kerr's calf injury before. Mm. Uh, An even more devastating calf industry has engulfed Australian sport (laughs) today. And that is... Somehow, yes. Somehow. That is the retirement of Lance Buddy Franklin. Yeah, yeah. And... Still hasn't sunk in for me.
0: No. Well it only happened a few minutes ago. That
1: is. Me and you are mm. two of the biggest buddy fans getting yep. around. Yeah. Um but hasn't hasn't been the he hasn't been the same buddy that we've grown to to know and love no. this year. He's he's been a little bit of a um a shadow of his former self. Mm. I mean, and how could he not?
0: Like he is a champion. He's been of incredible.
1: The game. Over a thousand goals. Uh yep. has he played three hundred and fifty games? He has. Three fifty four. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I think we've already said mm. a lot in the past about our favourite buddy moments and and how much we adore him. Yeah, but okay. the game will never see another one like him.
0: No, I don't, I don't. I don't think they will. He's so one of a kind. He's a centre half forward um, that can't mark above his head, but somehow that made him a better player. Yeah. The amount of of uh, the amount of his best highlights involve him dropping a pretty simple mark. Mm not it's not even really dropping. He he sort of just palms it those goals where he would palm it down to himself. And then roves it himself. And then rove it himself as someone who's six foot five, um and and kick a goal on his left foot was it's just gives me chills to think about the player that we were able to watch so much of, a player that played for both the teams that we support. Um a player that when he left Hawthorne, i like I wasn't devastated, you know, so I just wanted him to i would have loved for him to to kin- continue to play for Hawthorne, but I was just so happy to be able to watch him play mm. for whoever it was um goes out a two time premiership player, which I think is for me very fitting that he's a two time hawthorne premiership player of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> for you Honestly,
1: you love that, don't you? You love that we never won a flag with Buddy. I do,
0: I do, I do love that. Um I mean mate, that that's very selfish of me, yes. of course. Um but he's a two time premiership player. Mm. Um and I I just think it and I love the fact that Hawthorne were able to go on and win two more without him as well, which shows the the strength of, of that team and that nothing was really gonna derail okay. them. Um we get it. But <laughs> but he played in three grand finals with Sydney. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, couldn't get the chockies. Uh. But again, again, shows that he made that team so much better, and just couldn't quite get the job done on grand final day. He played very well in he a did. few of those grand finals. He
1: did. He was a great player for us, and and also brought a lot brought a lot off the field as well, yeah. which is uh, crucial for a um a Sydney mm. a Sydney football side. Um. Yeah. He's, he's been incredible, and it's gonna be gonna be sad to. Sad to see him go. Yeah. It's the the most heartbreaking thing about it all. I mean, heartbreaking is probably not the right word. This guy has had an incredible yeah. career and we've all been very lucky to witness him. Yeah. But it's just so disappointing that he doesn't get the farewell game. Yeah. Um, it is. I, yeah. I like it. it's It's, it's just really not going to happen. No. Um, so it's, uh, it
0: is d- devastating from that point of view. Yeah, it is because but, um, th- figures like that and it, it reminds me of when Chris Judd was carted off the field on yeah. a stretcher on his final game, having done his ACL. Um, it didn't deserve to sort of go out like that. Although even with Juddy, he knew when he did his knee, when he was laying on the ground, it was I think it was at the Adelaide Oval. He knew that that was his last moment, and yeah. he was able to sort of wave to the crowd who were standing o- st- standing ovation. Um, whereas Buddy, unfortunately, just had to sort of. He, called his calf, had to – got subbed out of the game, slumped to the back of the bench and he knew probably in that moment that was his last moment on a football field. Um, and it is very sad that the that the fans can't farewell him. Mm-hmm. Um, these sorts of things, it, it almost would have been nice for him to announce, you know, before his last game at the MCG so that people could have gone and watched him play at yeah. the G that one more time. Um, and, and, and you know – this is the last time. Uh, whereas, you know, there was always that, is he going to go on? Is he going to play for bloody Gold Coast next year, yeah. which was circulating around. Um, the thing that uh, struck me when he kicked his 1,000th goal um, and played his 350th game, those highlight reels that I was talking about before, because he's now 36 years old and and, and a shell of the player that he used to be, you sort of remember him for the current player that he is the one that isn't able to do those same things, isn't able to kick those goals from the boundary line that he used to do. So when those highlight videos came out, um, I remember watching it just a few weeks ago when he played his three fiftieth, and you saw him hurdling someone in the in the middle of the ground. You saw him running away from Kale Hooker from um, those couple of times. You just remember this guy is a superstar, definitely, um, and. That legacy is going to live on forever.
1: Absolutely, and I'm very passionate about this as well. I think, I mean, obviously you're not going. Obviously, everyone out there has um, a different criteria for what they, mm. um, what they label as a superstar. Mm. I feel like Buddy Franklin should be a superstar in almost every AFL yep. fan's eyes. Like, yeah. I will never understand people that aren't able to appreciate what he's brought to the game mm. of AFL. He's yeah. kicked over a 1,000 goals, 350 games. Yeah. If you're an AFL fan, you might not always like the way he went about it mm. or um, just sometimes If potentially you're an Essence supporter or, yeah. and you've got a bit of trauma from that mm. time, but he kicked eight goals against you. Mm. But I feel like every AFL fan should respect the career he's had yeah. and and acknowledge that he is one of the game's legends.
0: Yeah, I I was thinking about the same thing earlier today, and I truly think that he is. That there's only a handful of these players, maybe even less than that, that are just I think universally loved. Yeah, um, he's a he's got he had that strut which would have probably annoyed a few people then It annoyed me when I was a sponsor supporter <laughs> and he was playing for Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. Um he just he just walked differently. He, he he was a head taller than everyone else, even if he wasn't. Um it was it was just amazing. I, I feel like honestly every set of fans other than Essendon who he tormented throughout his football career I think would really just have loved watching buddy play definitely because they he might have had a good day against your team but you know that he was going to do without against the next team um a, a few weeks later i'm I'll ju- I'll, i'm just gonna to have to read it because this cv is just ridiculous two time premiership player eight all australians four coleman's um a best and fair uh, i think that's multiple best and fairest 13 time leading goal kicker for his two clubs uh brett kirk medal um two goal of the years um 354 games 1066 goals like that is one of the great cvs of all time
1: all right mate so uh it's break time in the pod it is finish time though in real life yeah because um we record we've just recorded we record this at the end and um they're getting ready to commence play yeah it's raining though it's um fifth day the fifth test it's raining Um, figure We love that Everyone Hope you Are enjoying the pod Hope you enjoy The second half of it Um, Make sure you get around us On Instagram Mm -hmm. TikTok And Gosh Enjoy your week Yeah
0: Absolutely And a big shout out To our show sponsor as well Johnny Zilly From Ray Wired I definitely forgot (laughs) Great man Great real estate agent Let's just record In his um, office space Every week Our studio Is fantastic Perfect for us He will help you find The perfect home as well. Definitely. Definitely love Johnny. Enjoy the rest of the show, guys. So, I've missed a bit, of course. I've been away for um, three weeks. So, let me just run this past you. When I left, I made a bit of a note of this. The Crows and Essendon were like finals locks. The Gold Coast had a coach and Carlton sucked. Now, the Crows have capitulated Stuart Jew is coaching Cricket Australia and Carlton is beating Collingwood. GWS can't lose and neither can West Coast, as it turns out. Hmm. <laughs> what the hell's happened? Um, Yeah, a bit. A bit's happened. Bit. Uh, is it any surprise that Australia hasn't won a test match since Stuart Jew landed in the UK? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Jew. <Jewish. laughs> second the Gold Coast
1: Suns curse with him. Oh. No, I, I think... Um, i think yeah the gold coast i I really don't know um with them they I don't think on, they'll make they were
0: incredible against brisbane on they had a fantastic win um wow. on the weekend that was emphatic Infa- what is that yeah. word emphatic yes, god,
1: shit, gosh, that is um certainly was emphatic <laughs> uh yeah, i um, yeah, I think the biggest shock out of those ones mentioned there is colton, yes yeah. with you, yeah. in my opinion um i I was under I just had this um kind of disposition on Carlton uh, even after they won on the weekend against Collingwood the, I, I I still don't trust them. Mm. but then I had to think about it today. I was like, well, they've beaten Collingwood and Port Adelaide, yeah. in recent weeks. Yeah. like what more
0: do they have to do? Uh, uh, what they have to do is make finals and then win a final. Yeah. And then maybe win about three more finals but for the they, people would finally trust this football
1: club. Yeah, but their their current form, if yeah. they continue on this trajectory, yeah. they um they will make finals and, and they'll be a threat.
0: Yeah. So what they've done at the moment is got themselves out of the hole that they they put themselves into. I feel like the test is really coming in these next couple of weeks. I'm just looking. At their, at their run home. Um, I said earlier in the year, and I don't know whether it's going to come back and bite me in the arse, but I don't remember them winning a game where they just had to win. They fork in the ground and say, we are Carlton, we'll see you in September. Obviously, that was a big step in the right direction when they beat Collingwood on Friday night. Um, I, I didn't see the game, but it, it, it just looked impressive on the scoreboard. They've got St Kilda... This weekend, followed up by Melbourne. Um, they've also got GWS in the run home, and I, I just think they need to—they—they they just need to keep winning these games. And they've got Gold mm. Coast again, so that—that that Gold Coast game in in round twenty three is just one that a, a classic Carlton team of the last decade would just slip over and and lose, similarly to what they did against Adelaide late last year. Um, and, and it derailed, derailed their season in the end. So, of course, it's fantastic to that they've won five or six on, on the trot now. they got Melbourne coming up, um, St Kilda, where they can just really assert themselves in the finals because this race is not over yet. Geelong is still coming. The Crows are still alive. Even down to the Gold Coast Suns in 14th are still only one win outside the eight. Which is incredible This season is just shaping up to be amazing So I love what Carlton's been able to do Again, they've digged themselves out of their own hole I think their test comes in their next month
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree Everyone is talking about Carlton Yeah But I I am way more impressed by GWS. Yeah To be honest with you They've strung seven wins in a row mm. together now Yeah um, I I really like the Giants yeah. and and um, the makeup of their team at the moment. I I think they're a threat outside the uh, the Collingwoods mm. and the Port Adelaides and, and maybe the uh, maybe the Brisbans mm. um, and the Melbournes. I'll just continue to win yeah, the whole top four yeah, and and the Saint,
0: and the St Kilders. Yeah, and the St Kilders um, um, and, um, and the Carlton's. They're also in there. Yes, and uh, definitely. Gold Coast as well. Yep. Um, and the and the and the Cats. Okay. <laughs> they are
1: a team I like. I yeah. like. Toby Green, yeah, uh, Adam oh. Kingsley seems to have a uh, a good grip on things up there, Yeah, um, and it'd be a fucking firm oh, grip. Oh, God, he one of the strongest built groups. like a brick shit house. Isn't he? Far Isn't out. Isn't he just a thick unit?
0: Absolutely. He, he. There is no t-shirt in the world big enough for him.
1: Yeah, it just um, pipes yeah,
0: Those armholes are just constantly stressed. Oh, gosh.
1: Oh. Just imagine just receiving a dressing down from him. I think I'd just coil over <laughs> and just say, Adam, have your way with me. <laughs>
0: just, um, he is a serious unit. He is. Um, some. Oh, the pipes on him are just. I think he's frightened them into winning. Yeah.
1: God, I would be frightened. I don't, I'm frightened I, I through the television. I don't the know television. If I'd have the ability to win, but I'd <laughs> go out and give it a crack.
0: <laughs> oh, my um, God.
1: Yeah, they they are fantastic. Yeah. Um Taylor, uh, yeah. Arms or oh, fantastic. the Giants, arms, fantastic yeah. team. Yeah, Taylor Walker was fantastic as oh, well. Oh want to mention him? Um, yeah, seemed he was just absolutely
0: deplorable two mm. years ago. He <laughs> was wasn't ready he? to retire. Remember his? Um, he, remember what he, that photo that came out of him just looking really unfit during that COVID year. Yeah, when Kane Corns ripped him to shreds. Since that he, since that moment in time, he has been. Just unstoppable He's been fantastic He's a lock for the All-Australian He'll yeah. probably I don't know whether he'll win the Coleman But he's second in the Coleman medal race um, Inspirational for the Crows Absolutely who, And the Crows They just can't buy a key defender at the moment no. Another one's just gone down I uh, saw Nick Murray crossing the road on crutches yesterday oh And um, he looks like he's going to be out for a very long time So they just they just, Unfortunately for them Have shot themselves in the foot a bit Adelaide
1: They have Um Are you worried about Port Adelaide? Uh, Very.
0: Very worried. Um, Three losses in the trot now? Three losses on the trot. They come up against Geelong, who's lost two on the trot, on their home deck in Geelong. This is a must-win game for for both teams. Um, Port could... I don't think they... They won't fall out of the top four, but getting the wobbles at the wrong time of the year, Mm. very much so. As is... um, as is Collingwood a little bit, they're, they're on top of the ladder still. They, they didn't look great against Carlton on Friday night. The team that I'm loving at the moment, and, and I've said this all year, Melbourne. They are in such a perfect position. No one's spoken about them all year. They've won four in a row um, at the business end of the season. Brisbane's also got a bit of the wobbles. Um, I, just, I just think that if Collingwood plays Melbourne... On the MCG, I think it's anyone's game in finals. Yeah. Um, and, and I truly believe that they are as much a premiership threat as um, as anyone else. Definitely.
1: Now, I know you want to get stuck into your little Europe uh, chit chat. Yeah. That'd, so That'll be, um, be really good, actually. Hold on there oh, okay. for a second there. Um, I, uh, want to just mention, Mm -hmm. um, some formula
0: one, which I, now you said you were going to go with footy tips right now.
1: Oh yes, I did. Um, so hold on everyone. (laughs) Footy tips. (laughs) Right. Um, Stacey Wynn was our winner this week. My housemate, she won tipping, so she got five This week. Um, It'll be easy to drop the voucher off too, won't it? Definitely, definitely. Just walk down the corridor. First bedroom. There you go, Stace. Treat yourself.
0: Slide it under the door.
1: Yep. Lady Luck. uh, $25 voucher. Yep. Um... That'll be coming her way. She's already got a stubby holder. Oh, um, good on so her. So she's halfway there. But what well on done, Stace. A huge week from you, five. All right. Well, that was nearly the deplorable impossible. week we had. How did she possibly get five? Oh, God. Who knows? I think she might have forgotten. <laughs> um, but I won the other week. Did you see that? Oh, that dear. was just remarkable.
0: Ty- Tyler's tippers. Yep. And uh, Josh
1: Hannam came third this week. Really? Our friend. Well, that's good. Um, and I have to say, I, I've been horrifically on the um, tipping front, like in regards to keeping everyone updated. I haven't sent out any stubby holders <laughs> and um, I've only half of people have received their vouchers. <laughs> so I'll make sure I am proactive on that front. Please, yes. Um, from now on, but um, just well and truly been just shit out. So you're putting your hand deplorable. up to say... Yeah, a, I've been shocking, yeah. guys, so um, I'll make sure I get better at that. Right, okay. Um, Dynamite Dan. Starts this week. What's he been doing? Oh, F1, baby. Yeah, you got uh, 60 seconds. Strap in, bitch. We're going <laughs> Formula One-ing. Um, a lot's happened in the first uh, half of the F1 season. Why uh, two, the hell is he driving again? Two Aussies are on the grid. Well, because um, Red Bull have loaned him out to Alpha Towery their sister team the eiffel towery alpha towery mm. the f1 team okay yes i've never heard of them in my life well, they've, well i've have mentioned them many times ah. before and you obviously just don't pay attention no that's so um, fair enough though uh, dan is back in he um, uh, red bull um, well alpha towery but red bull's boss um, helmet marco who oversees a lot Helmut of things helmet marco helmet marco he, isn't um, helmet, helmet, H E L M U T, helmet, Marco. helmet, Marco. Yes, That is that his name? Helmet, helmet, first
0: name. <laughs> yep. yeah. So he's um, fitting that he's in
1: F one, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, so he um, he is um, an overseer mm-hmm. of uh, both uh, Red Bull and Alpha Towery, yep. and he uh, gave Nick DeVries the flick. Yeah, said see you later, Nick. And Dan's in. Dan is in. So um, Dan, he had a good race last weekend. Uh, finished thirteenth. So mm. in the slowest car on the grid. Okay. Um, but bit of a bad race. This weekend can finish sixteenth, just right. nowhere. So does
0: our full towery? Do they just get all of like Red Bull spare parts or something? Uh, or? Th- they? Uh, it's like a not, just like not necessarily odd the, the wheel. car here and has there. a few
1: similarities, but it's it's really nowhere close. It right. is essentially the slowest car on the grid, and the Red Bull's the fastest. Oh, that's not very so, nice. So um, they're Dan,
0: owned by the same people.
1: Yes, but Dan is... that seems like a bit of a bitch, really. Well, it's kind of a feeder team for the junior drivers to come Mm. through. For everyone to laugh So, I think there's a bit more of an uh, uh, unspoken, potentially, agreement Mm. that this could lead to Dan getting back into the Red Bull seat. If Sergio Perez um, has some poor weekends, because he has been a little bit um, shit (laughs) some weeks. So, um, hopefully... That does happen. But um, what I'm most excited about is Oscar Piastri has mm-hmm. been dominating for Australia. Yep. Um, he finished second in the sprint race um, on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. He had some really bad luck in the actual race um, on Sunday night. He, he collided with Carlos Sainz. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Carlos Sainz was at fault, to be honest, in the collision. He locked up and slid and um, collected Piastri. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sainz was ahead of Piastri at the apex. Right. So, technically, he has right of way. Mm-hmm. But his mistake was the reason for the collision. Mm, so, he didn't um, read the signs. No, so uh, that's a very good, Thanks. Josh. That's a funny one. <laughs> um, so yeah, unlucky for Oscar there. But that's pretty much F one. Max won again, and um, yeah, it's just good to have it back. They're off for a month now, though.
0: Oh, like us.
1: Yeah, so they're got a a month break, so I won't be able to chat
0: about it much for oh, the next that's few a shame, weeks, isn't it? So, God, um, yeah, you'll be lost. I will be lost. Um, Dan Dan just just need, needs to go back and practice a bit more, does he? He does. Yeah, so he'll uh, oh. hopefully
1: come back bigger and better. But um anyway,
0: on to some general chat. Yeah.
1: And um go on.
0: Oh, the floor is mine. The floor is yours. You've oh, just been, been to Europe? Yes, I've been to Europe and back.
1: You've been getting your tan on and you um certainly did get a bit of a tan. Drinking actually. shit coffee and um fainting?
0: I did faint. Yes, on the aer- well. airplane. Yep. That was uh w- Yeah, that was um on the way home and I told you about this. It was the worst um, day of my life, I reckon, right. when I fainted two hours into a 24-hour um, plane duration. Very bad. And I'm still feeling the effects, I think. Not good at all. You do look a bit that was uh, That was the downside of it all. Um, but that's all right. The rest of it was fantastic. I was in Italy and Switzerland and um, finished in Paris, which quite simply can get fucked. Not the biggest fan of Paris, I've uh, I've worked out, but you're really
1: not selling this Europe trip to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you've think you told I'm me you've fainted and that Paris can get fucked. Yeah. in the first thirty seconds.
0: Yeah, okay. No, I think I because I I was only in Paris like what was it last week, and that was the end of our trip. And um, I don't know, maybe we were just a little bit irritable with all of the busyness. So that's still in the back of my mind. And then I fainted mm-hmm. on the way home. So I'm probably not selling it. But the rest of it, 98% of it... Marvellous. ...was wonderful. Um, Italy was great. Rome was our favourite place. Um, Went in Rome. Went in Rome. I said that on um, multiple occasions, would you believe? Did you? Yep. Uh, Venice was an interesting place. Uh, Cinque Terre is... Um, Where's it, that? ...in uh, north of Italy. If you're there, it's the coastline of um, northern northwestern Italy. And and if you're it, here, it's it the, is the
1: coastline of northwestern Italy.
0: Yep Yeah Okay Uh, Yeah In fact If you are on the coast of northwestern Italy You need to go there It's stunning Okay Um, I'll take that on advisement Went on a long train ride Through the Swiss Alps And that was stunning as well Uh, Very hot of course But um, a few things um, That I That sort of I picked out To to say on the podcast Um, I randomly got um, Bomb checked At four of the six airports We went to Oh
1: Yep Right, So I must just look at really dodgy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um. Well, I, I'm, I will be talking about Oppenheimer. Yeah. Oh, God. Well. Speaking of bombs.
0: That was good, wasn't it? That was a big bomb. L fell asleep in the first five minutes. Oh,
1: gosh. What is with
0: <laughs> girlfriends falling asleep in Oppenheimer? <laughs> <laughs> Alicia sl- didn't. She oh, loved it. Yeah. Okay. Disclaimer. Yeah. Very proud yeah. of her. My Alicia.
1: Yeah. Of course. Um, I say my Alicia Because you have an Alicia Yes as well. I do Not yeah. just claiming ownership <laughs> um, She loved it mm-hmm. But I've heard a lot My housemate Stace She fell asleep in really? it Really And right. then um, Someone else uh, Mentioned they fell asleep in it And they're a girlfriend Of someone's Wow And um, your Ellie El- Fell asleep
0: in it Elle fell asleep Yep Bloody hell um, Yeah it just must have that effect It is quite a slow moving I, I thought it was breathtaking Oh isn't Killian Murphy oh. Just Far out <laughs>
1: He is is it He is the man isn't he He honestly Like There is There is some good men out there Yeah He's one of them And he is the best (laughs) Yeah He is just incredible I'm really I'm in a Killian Murphy phase (laughs) You are I've been in one for about four years Not going to lie Yeah I think We're
0: both big Peaky Blinders fans
1: Yeah we are But I loved him a long time ago Yeah I loved him when he was um, Scarecrow In um, Batman Begins Right I I loved Early Killian and um, <laughs> 28 days later fantastic film. Mm-hmm. I've got a serious Killian Murphy crush. Yeah. Crash. Absolutely. God. I did
0: not, I did hear that um, so he played Tommy Shelby who we are just enamored with. Oh, we Peaky love Tommy. Blinders. We, we love Tommy. Beautiful Tommy. Yeah. And then he played um uh, Dr Oppenheimer of course in this um in this most recent film. Both of them
1: Inception he's outstanding in, in Inception as well. Okay. Yes. Both
0: of those two Characters that I um, it just said are chain smokers, and he has smoked so many of these fake cigarettes on set um, that he's now thinking he will not play another character that smokes.
1: Mm, I hope, I hope that's not including um, the Peaky Blinders movie. Oh, is there a movie is, coming out? Surely is imminent. Yeah, oh yeah. That uh, he even I listened to a podcast with him on it the other day, wow. and he mentioned. Peaky maybe without confirming anything.
0: Oh my god! Um, so, <laughs> one thing I didn't rate highly, and I'm I really cranky about this. Is this
1: an iPhone note? Yes. So we're moving into iPhone notes now.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I've got a few here. Okay. I in Paris, which I'm still just quite clearly rattled by. We went to the PSG store, mm. which is just quite simply, um, I will say, chaotic at 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 best. Um. But I got really annoyed when I was there. So PSG is the powerhouse soccer club, mm. um, and I—I was—I wanted to go in there and I wanted to check it out and buy a T-shirt and whatnot. I am by no means a a, a big soccer fan or a P, PSG nut, but I found it to be a very underwhelming or overwhelming experience because the store was just in disarray. Mm. I I was really have a lot annoyed. To, by have that have a lot
1: to deal with though.
0: A lot to deal with, yes. But it, the the store wasn't big enough. Now this is a football club mm. that has some of the biggest names in the world playing for it. Mbappe plays there, Messi played there for a long time, Neymar plays there. These are not these are household names. And a a store that people from all over the world would go to mm. and just would be beside themselves to go to when i went there it was just like a bunch of uni students working in there with just absolutely no care mm. for the place that they are occupying mm. and i found that to be really disappointing yeah you know it's like their attitude towards working there was just not where it needed to be. They didn't even have the bother to open up the change rooms. I was trying on track pants in the shop. Just in the corner.
1: Retail's a grind brother.
0: Oh, I know that. I know now, I know that. But careful now. <laughs> I know that. But it's like you work at Rebel Sport. Yeah. People
1: aren't falling over themselves to be there. I'm at the back now. I've oh. escaped the front lines. Yeah, exactly. I was in the vanguard for years.
0: Wow. Unbelievable.
1: Somehow survived.
0: Yeah. No, but Have you been to the Sydney Swans shop in? when you've been to the SCG? No, I haven't, but I would like to go. No, exactly. Now, when you go there, you would have a a few things in mind that you'd like to get. You'd probably like to have a bit of a stroll around, try things on, wouldn't you? Yes. Yes. Now, this was not the experience that I was able to have. Like I said, I'm not a mega fan of this football club, but there were people in there that were beside themselves. Mm. They were taking videos of themselves walking into the shop. Yeah. And I just feel like the staff... Did not have the same level of love, which I'm not expecting them to just be in awe of where they work. Mm. You know, they've got their own shit going on. But like, I just felt like this is bigger than you. Yeah. Okay. You know, you you are, you are the face of this football club right at the moment. And you just need to show a little bit more care for the people who have traveled from across the other side of the world to go here. Wow. You've just
1: taken aim at I have. PSG. I have.
0: That's I have. Huge. Be better. Yeah. Well, particularly when you've got that shop and then you've got the biggest Nike shop in the world right across the road. Yeah. You know, it's like just sort of know where you are. This is the club that's representing Paris. Yeah. You know? I just thought I just found it a bit wondering.
1: Well, if we're gonna stick with the um the vibe of taking aim yeah. at people, yeah, I please. think I have something and I think you might be able to um <laughs> to back me up on this one. I I uh, obviously travel quite a bit, um To Sydney, back and forth, uh, between Sydney and Adelaide. Now, people that watch movies on a plane um, with no headphones on... Oh, get
0: stuffed. I've never seen this before.
1: On the way to Sydney um, a few weeks ago, Mm. and a lady was watching a movie. Mm. The seat in front of me to the right, she was watching a movie with
0: no headphones on, playing out loud. is on her phone. On her phone. No, nah, that's one of the worst. things That is things not you could okay, possibly is it, do. Surely, no, it's not.
1: How loud was it? Um, I would comfortably say five rows either side will be able to hear it. <gasps> like it was, it was, it was loud.
0: That's terrible.
1: Yeah, like I, I could put, I put my AirPods in mm. and was listening to a podcast and I could still hear the volume. Like that a is bit.
0: shocking. Yeah, but no one said
1: anything, and I was too far away from it to say no. anything.
0: Uh, I, I. I, we had a similar situation when we were going from um. Well, one of the trains we were on, we went on on fifteen bloody trains in in Europe. Well, there was a kid on one of the trains that was watching his movie out aloud, and I and he was watching it on like low volume, so it was like so that he could hear it, but like no one else really. Mm. I was sitting in the next rollover, and I could hear it, and I was pissed off because mm. it's like. Please just put some headphones in. Shocking, awful. Yeah, you are just ruining everyone's day. Yeah, but like this this kid was probably watching it on like ten percent volume. Okay, whereas this lady sounds like she was watching it on at least seventy percent.
1: Yeah, she was a bitch. Nah,
0: shocking. Yeah, she was like, I, while I'm on planes, while we're on planes, oh my god, people, put your tray table up leave the window open, put your phone on aeroplane mode when the bef- – oh, you know how – ah oh, these people. It's like why do you need to put your – we're on this plane for a very long time. Mm. You don't need to put your tray table down as soon as you get on there. It, I don't know why it's a thing. Like I don't know why um, airlines insist on you having the window open and the tray table down uh, – sorry, locked in its position – while you while we're taking off but we all know these are the rules if anyone knows let us know
1: by the way that'd be interesting
0: yeah like these are the rules they are the rules and i'm happy i am ab- abiding by all of these rules yeah also oh, god
1: does anyone else feel like if they don't put their phone on airplane mode the plane is going to come down yeah it's and going, you are responsible yeah, for it Because I, I feel like if i leave it off of airplane mode i'm going to be like interfering with the communication yeah, i i agree. And the
0: pilots gonna be like, fuck! <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, no, I'm the same. I am. I because I, I've tr- I've been on a lot of planes in my in my time, and it's just one of the things you know. And it, it's told, it it's written on the walls. It's written. It's in the demonstration. It's leave the tray table up, leave the window open, and put your phone on airplane mode, and put your seatbelt on. Mm. These are not difficult things to work out. Yep. And I I just simply feel like the plane will not be able to take off until these things happen. But every time the air hostess comes around and tells at least a dozen people mm. to do all to undo all these things that they've done. Just ridiculous. We're on this plane for ages. Yeah. You got thirteen hours to put your window down. Oh. So frustrating. Just people
1: annoy the shit out of me. Another um I out I've got here mm. is flat sheets on beds what is the general consensus flat sheets so i love my flat sheet <laughs> mm. um i've got a fitted sheet yeah which is uh, c- goes without saying yeah. on top of the mattress yeah and then i've got a flat just sheet. a normal, so just sheet. A normal sheet, yep. sheet that you tuck in yep. and then i've got the, the, the quilt yes and sometimes if it's cold in winter i'll put my weighted blanket on top mm. i like my weighted blanket yep. very fond of it <laughs> yeah. um that's the
0: same operation i run with yeah it's good isn't it mm. and
1: um my partner Alicia, mm-hmm. she um, does not abide by a flat sheet. Oh, so just she straight, straight into the donut, The fitted sheet, and then just the donut on oh, top. No. And, but I know, I I have, I am aware. This is this is a thing. This is yeah. People, there is more people out there that do this, and I want to know, am I odd? No, am I strange? Because I grew up with a flat sheet. Yeah, and how else do
0: you tuck yourself in the, without one? The only thing I am not sure about what you're going on here is why you need. To call it a flat sheet. Well, I, I, it's I just simply. I, a sheet. I used
1: to just call it a sheet, but Alicia <laughs> has coerced me into calling it a flat sheet.
0: No, well, cause... she doesn't know what she's doing because she doesn't use one of these things. Oh, I. But. <laughs> How how do you how do you get all you're going you're going off someone from Sydney here remember
1: I just I don't understand so I'd love to know if anyone else out there um, oh, these, disagrees with me these are
0: out there the flat sheet lines. I don't understand why you wouldn't want now like in summer like normally it's just sometimes like, you just want the sheet on just the You just sheet. want to kick the quilt off yes exactly and you got the fan on what are these the doing in Doofuses do then
1: because if you take the donor off, you're gone. You're just out of there. and you, you there's can't just, just nothing
0: else. Yeah, you're just out and proud. Yeah, so um, you can't. But I have to know. See, and I can't sleep without something on top. Mm. You know, I need that. I need the sheet on top. You Definitely. can't just. It needs to be like violently hot for yep. me to go just bare. Yep. And um,
1: one more thing mm. that I also want to run by you now. I don't think you will um be aware of this because okay. I certainly wasn't. Um, hazard lights on whilst waiting for a park No, have I don't Have you ever heard of that?
0: No, I, I, I haven't heard of it It's like the indicating out of a roundabout So we No one does that anymore no,
1: So we know what We know people no, You normally check your indicator on When you're waiting for a park Yeah But someone drives into a parking A, a car park And mm-hmm. sits there With yep. their hazard lights on Overkill But have you heard of that before? No Never heard Apparently of it Apparently that is a thing Is that the rules? Well, I don't know if it's the rules, but people apparently do it. Hmm. They sit in the car park with their hazard lights on just
0: to alert everyone that I'm waiting for a park. No. The only time you put your hazard lights on is if your card won't start or if you're stopped on the side of the road and there's a, I don't know, a koala bear wandering across the road. Yeah. So I, uh, I yeah, I was really confused by that one. But I, I don't like do that. that at all. I don't like just overkill. Yeah. It's just silly. Right, I think we're done. Yeah, well, uh, the cricket starts in six minutes, yeah, so fantastic. we need to get out of here.
1: We need to do that. Um, want a shout out to Lady Luck, our um, fantastic sponsor for mm-hmm. our footy tipping. So make yep. sure you get into Lady Luck um, in Mount Barker. Yeah, um, get yourself a f- coffee and just one of the best chicken everything. burgers going around as yeah, well. They are fantastic. So make sure you do that. Um, and Johnny Zelia, our oh, miraculous our guy. sponsor. Um, i tell you what, we've been away, but Johnny hasn't. <laughs> no. That man never sleeps. He's been working tirelessly. never sleep. stops. I mean, he, may, he probably does sleep. Yeah. Um, but um, he only does that. So he, he might can... be
0: asleep under this table here, he just can... so that he can get yep.
1: straight back to work the he, next day.
0: He is always just ready to go. Yeah.
1: And uh, that's what we love about him. Yep. Um, We're
0: talking Johnny Zillied from Ray White, Adelaide Hills. We record up here every week in Woodside, except for the last four weeks. We've yep. been on our sabbatical. Uh, he's a great man and a great real estate agent and has been outstanding for our podcast. He certainly has. our show sponsor.
1: Before we completely finish, just want to read out a couple uh, bits of feedback we got oh, okay. uh, over the last couple saw, of weeks. I saw
0: that Jackson told me to go back to Europe.
1: Jackson Thompson, yeah, he told you to go back to Europe. And he also said, um, order nice. making finals croissant. Check this at the start of September. So, we've gone um, and checked it uh, at the start of August, really. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, he's right. So, so he far, so was, good. After my win in tipping, um, Owen said, "Owen Davies said, surely you don't stubby holder. That won't be <laughs> happening. Um, Lachlan Turnbull said in relation to Josh Hannum's FIFA work in his mm. chat, the host sounds like an Aussie Michael Owen. Which host? I think you. Me?
0: Yes. Okay. So uh, I saw Josh Hannum got
1: called an esky. Yeah, he got called Nesky. Um, I don't get that. Travis Pappas said, the fuck sort of grand finals you go into, Esky? (laughs) um, Very good. And um, he goes, must not be in Perth Airports or you'd be soon told to fuck up making noise before your flight. Wow. So uh, that was just quite aggressive. Really rude. Um, And then another one said, you're wearing a port beanie. What would you know about grand finals? Poor. So um, yeah, cop that, mate. Wow. We're back. Not our sharper stuff this week. I'm still sick. I've been sick for three months now. I think this just might be me. Yeah, I've literally had a um, like a head cold for like nine weeks now. Wow, that is not good. Isn't that just like criminal? That is criminal. Yeah, so I've been on antibiotics oh. and everything. I think I'm just. I'm well, very sorry to hear failing. that. But uh, the Everywhere. cricket starts
0: in one minute, so you need to shut yeah. up. Okay. Here we go. Uh, everyone, I'm get around us on Spotify, on nine now. iTunes, Instagram, TikTok. Um,
1: I'd See love you your later. Support on there and go um, the cricket takes us being very rude but enjoy your week and we'll see you next time
0: see ya